Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. And Jordy. And today we are going all the way back to 1984 for a supernatural comedy classic. Hello, Ghostbusters. Ghosts, they're real. You do? They're mean. You have? They're here. Someone's got to stop them. It's a job for the Ghostbusters. The best, the only. We came, we saw, we kicked it. Ghostbusters, rated PG. Yes, Ghostbusters. What a catchy tune. We'll get to so that catchy. because I, I've got some, uh, You've some, got notes, on some that. notes on that, some <laughs> knowledge on that song. We will get to that. Now, this is one, again, that um, you know, as we started this podcast was with a lot of the movies that I love yeah. that you haven't seen. Yeah. A lot of these movies that a lot of people have seen, most most people would have seen, I would think. Okay. Especially this movie because this is a, a classic film. Mm-hmm. Comedy, Supernatural. Your first time watching, and again, this will surprise people, much like Die Hard, much like a couple of the other movies we've done, Wayne's World, uh, the amount of times I watch these movies. And I've never and actually. And you've never actually <laughs> sat down and watched them. No, I feel like I've got little bits and pieces here and there, but I've never paid enough attention. Let's get straight into it because I'm very interested to see uh, the last couple of movies we've done, you haven't had a lot of notes. No, I this one I've se- got a page and a half. I was going to say I can see notes, which concerns me a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Let's dive straight into uh, to your notes and, and see what we can uncover. So, at the start there, in the library, I'm pretty happy to see that the ghosts can read. Or maybe not read. Maybe they're just playing with the books. I think it was... Maybe the ghost of a librarian. Hey, that makes sense because they're in a library. Or it could just be someone that likes could to read. Could be a random, yeah. yeah. They could have been making out in the stacks and died in there. You don't know their life. Well, it was a little old lady. Well, again, Could have been making out in the don't, stacks. Don't know their life. So, yeah, true. <laughs> and then my brain has kicked into gear. Is this the guy from Flubber? It's not, is it? No. Oh. Who's he? What's he from? Which, How do I know which him? Which one? The main Ghostbusters character So, guy. you're thinking of Vankman? Yes. It's Bill Murray. How do I know? What's he from? <sighs> what's Bill Murray from? <sighs> if it's this not Flubber, what is Robin it? Williams was in Flubber. Oh. Not Bill Murray. Do they look similar? No. Wow. How did I get it so wrong? Not in any way, shape or form. Movies that you've seen that Bill Murray is in. Yep. Groundhog Day. Because I know you've watched that with me. Yep. Can't remember like though. It. That's the one where the day keeps repeating over oh, and over and over again. Oh, that was a stupid movie. He was in Zombieland as himself. Remember, he's dressed as a zombie and they... Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, Jesse Eisenberg kills him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that. He had a cameo in Space Jam as himself. Okay, so the he's actually of, a you know, cool the person, of, apparently? Bill Murray is the coolest person. What's he do besides acting? Oh, I know what you'll know him from. What? He was Bosley in the first Charlie J Angels movie. Gotcha. That's it. That's how you know him. Oh, yes. Thank you. That's what I needed. Yeah. You got it now? Got it. Okay. We're good now. The electric shocks. So, creepy Bogsley is sitting down. Bosley, not Bosley. Bogsley. <laughs> He's sitting down doing science experiments and the poor bloke is just cannot get it right. And he's almost like grooming that young girl and it's really creepy. Well, the, again, this was we, we touched on this in the last episode about things that happen in movies 
years ago that wouldn't that happen in movies happen now. now. That you just would, they just wouldn't be included. Yeah, and that is one of them. He is he, he quite literally is grooming that grooming girl. her to try and make her fall for him yeah. to take her out on a date. Yeah, it is pretty creepy. That was really creepy, and it's actually something that is a little is sort of addressed in the new Ghostbusters that came out a couple of years ago. Okay, that's good in to a post credit scene. I'll get to that a little later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the start, they're not Ghostbusters; they're just weird old scientists. That's pretty much because then that's right because they get fired and that's when they have to go off and find something else. This is how I can explain it to you. Okay. You know how in Big Bang Theory how they all work at a university? Yes. Same thing here. Okay. These guys are all psychology doctors that are employed at a university. That's how they get fired. To put it in terms you'd understand. So yeah. Makes sense. And that's and when they go off and become Ghostbusters. Because people are talking about them, you know, chasing ghosts and stuff. That's why they get fired because the university thinks they're a bit of a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't take it seriously. And then exactly. they eat their words. They do. The ghost graphics. They're all right. I find it interesting that all the ghosts are so different though. Like yeah. you've got your green, like slimy kind of ghost. But and then- what do you think the green slimy ghost name is? Slimes? Slimer, you were close. Hey, look there at me go. go. There you go. You were close. But then he's like the green one and then you have your typical like transparent ghosts. It's just why are they different kinds? So did Slimer come from like somewhere to do with slime? Like was he a scientist? And I don't know. I think it's sort of like monsters trying to differentiate them and make everything look a bit different. Okay. So, so they just no, didn't want to have the same I kind think of thing it's over a, and over. a visual thing, yeah, to make Okay, that makes sense. I think that's the point of that. Gotcha. And then they get kicked out of uni. So after they go to a new dump of a place, yeah, it's a bit all run down, isn't it? I was like, whew, they're in for a bit of work. The firehouse. The firehouse is now an iconic piece of New York scenery. Really? Yeah. Huh. So it's it's actually was an actual real firehouse that they used to film in. That wasn't actually the inside. Obviously, that was sets and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's only the outside they used for that. So, it doesn't have a fire pole inside the real building. The real building would because it's a real fire. So, yeah, of course it does. Oh, yeah, true. I don't think you could walk in there and say, I like Ghostbusters, let me slide down the pole. Let me slide down the pole like they did. I mean, you could try. try, But there is a lot of memorabilia (laughs) and stuff on the walls inside the firehouse from the cast and crew. That's really cool. Very cool. So, then we meet the girl. So, my note here is I'm assuming that that's going to be our love interest for the movie. Which turns out she is. Look at me foreshadowing. Is that so, foreseeing? Yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I, well, I would say it's fairly obvious. Mm. Again, that actress. Do no. you know who she is? Any idea whatsoever? No. Sigourney Weaver. Means nothing to me. One of the greatest action stars ever on film. Really? Yes. Hands down. Was the lead character in all the Alien movies. Yep. Which one of those is coming up for us. Aliens are the one where they're like in the spaceship and then the alien like pops out of the stomach and it's like. People can't see the hand motion you're doing, but (laughs) but yes, Yes. that's 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 so she was the lead character. She's in the Avatar movies as well. She's in the first one. I've never actually seen Avatar. Yeah, good. I've seen the first one. I haven't bothered with the second one. Doesn't interest me whatsoever. They just go for so long. They're just not very good movies. Oh. That's just my opinion. Fair, but fair. Um, Yeah, so we will get to Alien and that's Sigourney Weaver. I think once you watch Alien, you'll have I'll a appreciation for Sigourney Weaver because okay. she's amazing. cool. So something weird's in her fridge, so that's a bit strange, isn't it? And then he thinks she's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit watching strange. a movie called Ghostbusters. But in the fridge, that's where the chocolate is. 
Everyone else puts their chocolate in the fridge, right? <laughs> Not your tomato sauce, just your chocolate. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. Bit strange. Um, yes, and then you are. Finally, it happens, and we see the cool costumes. This is what I was waiting for because you made me wear the costumes for Halloween and all I wanted to see was these costumes in the movie to see if they look as daggy on them as they did on me. And? They wore it better. <laughs> look, they didn't buy theirs from costumes.com.au, so I reckon yeah, you, they probably got the got slight advantage. <laughs> I think they might have spent a little bit more on the set design and the costume design in this movie than I did for Halloween. but Yeah, look, you're right. Um, and then they become super popular and, you know, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you are really just glossing over this movie just like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, a little bit. And then they become super popular. Yeah. Boom. It happens pretty quick. They do one thing and then they're like, oh, call the Ghostbusters. <laughs> so that ad where they say call the Ghostbusters. Yeah. They actually used that ad as the marketing for this movie and they played that on TV in the lead up to the movie being released and you could actually call Call that that. phone number. And when you call that, it was Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray saying, we can't answer right now, we're out chasing ghosts. That's kind of cool. Doesn't work anymore, unfortunately. It's disappointing. Disappointing, very disappointing. But very cool marketing, great marketing for a movie like that to be able to do stuff like that. Very clever. Stuff you don't really see a lot of anymore is... Movie no, marketing if I'm like marketing kind of, yeah. It's yeah. normally just, here's a trailer, here's a trailer, go there see the movie. Go, basically. It's not fun stuff like that for very yeah, much. There's anymore. no follow-up. Yeah. I can't call someone. I can't call <laughs> Thor. <laughs> well, I mean, you could try and call Thor. Chris Hemsworth, if you are listening, Geordie has been trying to call you apparently. Yeah. I don't know how I Don't blame number, you for screening her calls. Maybe I'll DM in on Insta. That's where they do it these days. Okay. You, you let us know how you go with that. Uh, okay. So, the weird, creepy ghost taking off his belt. Don't remember what that is, but I wrote it down. So, this is a montage where the Ghostbusters first get busy. Yes. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The video early montage. Now, this is actually a scene that has been cut out of some screenings of this movie. If oh. you actually watch this on TV, a lot of the time that scene's not in it. Interesting. Because it's alluding to ghost sex. <laughs> Everyone's favourite character's back. <laughs> You're a sicko. But did you not notice that? That she That's sees, what it was. He sees the face of the girl, yep. the ghost girl. She disappears and his belt unbuckles and then his eyes roll in the back of his head. That's why I not? wrote it was creepy. Well, it was. Again, Weird probably a scene that you wouldn't see in a movie. Nowadays. Nowadays. Unless it was like an R-rated comedy or something like that. Yeah, we don't yeah, get yeah. a lot of those anymore. But yes. I think we need to YouTube it again after this. Just so <laughs> I can remember. Sicko. So, where do the ghosts go? So, they don't really explain. Are they just hidden in that thing in the wall? Do they stay in their little canisters? Do they have to keep Did buying you say canisters? they don't really explain? There's a whole scene that explains exactly how this works. I miss that. I just heard at the Where end they're te- and they're, they're like, don't take things out. They're teaching Winston when Winston starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're teaching him how it works. They say, you put the trap in the vault, release, shoot it back, pull the trap out, trap is clean, ghost is trapped. So, so they're just trapped in the storage It's thing. a storage facility there on on the premises, yes. So when you've got that many ghosts in together, so the ghosts are all just in there floating around doing their thing or are they still stuck in the canisters? No, they're all in the this big tank. So they could rise up against the people and like come and fuck it up like they do. This it's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. That's you're just saying what happens. So they're stupid. What? 
No. Okay, so as his the old goes mate, up. environmental science, whatever his bloody name is, if he didn't come in and make them turn it off, it would have been fine. It w- it well, it wouldn't have been fine. Because it wouldn't have been fine because there was that much extra paranormal activity because of Goza, yeah. the big bad that comes at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of all the energy that's rising from that, it's causing more spirits, and that's why there's all of a sudden the Ghostbusters are so busy because of the extra level of energy. So it would have eventually been bad. Yeah. But it wouldn't have exploded like it did if they hadn't have come and turned the power. If yeah, EPA hadn't turned the power. But they also had to think of some other way to store the ghosts because it was getting like surely you can't just keep putting an unlimited number of ghosts in. No, well, and that's what they sort of do discuss it when they're talking about the Twinkie. Mm. And oh know, yeah, and it's saying the, that the, it's, the yeah. normal level of ghost energy is the size of a Twinkie. Yeah, with what's happening with Gozer, it's a Twinkie that's you know twenty miles long or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't exactly remember the exact quote of it. So they're I'm thinking not watching about it but, it, but either way, it's going to end bad. It would probably end bad, but not in the way that it does. Mm. I feel like you're going out of your way to annoy you. No, to try and ruin these movies for me, for me. You did this last <laughs> week with Liar Liar. <laughs> I'm not trying to like. Ruin it. I'm just, I have questions. Okay. I'm a big yeah, question I, person. I know you are, but it just, it's hurting a little bit. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. right. Continue with your questions. At this point, I was trying to figure out what Hot Girl's roommate has to do with the entire thing. Like, so, he just is randomly there. And I'm like, why is he there? What's so important about him? So, it's not her roommate. He lives in an apartment. Sorry, the, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's infatuated with her. He's in love with her. We that's got what, that. So... When the big bad guy rises up, when Goza rises up, there's the key master. Yes. And the gatekeeper. Yes. So you need to keep them apart because once the key master, once the key goes to the gate, it opens the doorway. Yeah, no, I figured this out. This is just my note halfway through. And I'm like, hmm, why is he here so much? So how did he get picked? Was he just in the wrong place at the wrong time? I think so, yes. Yeah, because she was going to obviously get picked because it was in her fridge. Well, they live in the building. Yeah. The building is... So, it's the building that's the issue. Yeah, because they, they both live in the building. they weren't even on the top floor. Oh, well, I suppose they were on that little bit, wasn't she? She was almost on the top floor, but then it kept going higher. So, I don't know why she was picked. I think you're looking into it a little bit too much. Isn't that what you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, but maybe not this much. <laughs> okay. I, get yes. what, I do get what you're saying, though. I think there needs to be roles, a gatekeeper and a... Yeah. Keymaster, and they were just picked by it just the, the energies in the building. Yeah, fair. Okay, so let's leave it at that. When she's in her house and gets taken by like the creepy whatever you call it, and she's like oh, the demon you know, dogs, yeah, where the hands and, come out of the couch. Yeah, and, and it's really creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. Was one scene that did used to creep me out as a kid. That yeah. like it was it was one scene. It's a bit it, eerie. Like I love this movie as a kid, which mm. says probably more about me than anything else, but. That scene always did freak me out when the hands come out of the couch. It is, and it's all practical effects. And again, you don't see that in a lot of movies these days. I know in no. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which came out a couple of years ago. Is that now, the one with the female Ghostbusters, or is that no? A that's one? the one with the kids. Yep, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It had Paul Rudd in it. Yeah. I don't know how much of that you've watched. No, not a lot. No. So these original Ghostbusters cameo at the end of that. Okay, that's kind of cool. So that the whole story of that of the new one is that. The little girl yep. is the granddaughter of Egon. Ah. And he actually died because Harold Ramis, oh. who directed no the movie. No spoilers. No, give spoilers. Go. Harold Ramis, who yep. played Egon, wrote this movie basically. Yeah. Wrote Ghostbusters. He passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, so not in the movie, but. Not in real life. He yeah. passed away. 
So that was how they yeah, honoured him with this nice movie of, was bringing oh. them all together and his ghost at the end. That was all CGI, obviously, oh. but yeah. Oh, that's a bit full on. Yeah. We'll get to that though. When we, when we talk sequels, we'll get to, yeah, we'll get we'll to, get that, to that, that Then I figured out, oh yeah, the ghost is after her roommate because he's obviously important. Something's happened to her because she's just weird now. Like she has like the spirit or whatever in her body. and it She's was been like, possessed, yes. That's what I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> The end of the world. Oh, no, it's the end of the world. <laughs> I don't know what this I means. I think we need a separate podcast where you just retell the plots of movies in your own words. It's like pretty just, much what I'm doing. Maybe we, do, maybe we should do some bonus episodes of this show yes, where you go back to the movies we've watched. It. And in two minutes, you have to retell us the plot of the movie in your own words. Do you know what I'm picturing? Olaf and where he retells the Disney movies? Basically, that exact, is me. that's exactly how I want to see it. We might have to do that as some bonus episodes. I would love that. If, if you're listening and you think that could be hilarious to maybe have a drink to, yes. uh, drop yeah, us yeah. A, a message in the comments on our Instagram and Facebook pages and let us know because- um, I would have a lot of fun with that. I think it, it, this could have legs. It could, absolutely. Okay. Then, I don't know what this one means. When they're in jail and everyone is listening to what they're saying. So, they get arrested. Yeah. When the EPA <gasps> That's thing right, happens. That's right, after that thing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get taken to jail. Yeah. And they're talking about- why it's happening. Yes. And they're talking about how the guy that built the original building yep. was a worshipper so, of Goza. Yep. And he and built, actually explaining he built the whole that uh, he built that apartment building as a temple and that's mm. why all the energy's there and rah, rah, rah. Yep. And it just becomes fascinating to all the other prisoners in the jail and they're all crowded yeah, around. Yeah, that's listening. right. And it's One like, thing yeah. now I, I actually And then put the paper out. I didn't watch all of this with you because no. I've been trying to let you watch these movies by yourself so I don't interrupt. Yes. I walked down while this scene was on and I actually had to make a note. Yes. Because something popped up in that scene that I've watched this movie hundreds Hundreds of of times. times. Hundreds of times. Something popped up in that scene that I never realised before. Mm. Now, I'm just going to check it. I'm I'm literally, just give me two seconds. Okay. Um, Two. (laughs) Ha, 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 you're so funny. (laughs) I know. But I just want to make sure that I'm 100% right. God, when I, I say this, yes. So, when they're in jail. Yes. And the guard comes to the door and says, Ghostbusters, the mayor wants to talk to you. Yeah. The police officer that comes up to the gate and says that. Yeah. Is Reginald Val Johnson. Reginald Val Johnson played Alan Powell in Die Hard. He was the cop in Die Hard that Bruce Willis <gasps> was on the radio He's to the, the whole same movie. cop. Does that mean <gasps> that Die Hard and Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters are in a shared universe, universe like the MCU? <gasps> Mind blown. blown. Is it put in the same location? Are they both in the same location? Like the movies? No, because no. So that's interesting. But he could have moved for his family, the cop. Yeah, so this was set in New York. This was before Die Hard though. Ah. Ghostbusters was before Die Hard. So it was when he started out his career. So and maybe he, he started, mm. Powell started his career in New York, yep. moved to LA. As they That's how he knew that John McClain was a New York cop. Boom. It, it all makes sense. But there I noticed that. I, was sort of, I just sort of glanced at the TV when you were watching and I went, hey, that's, that's Sergeant that's Powell. That's the same one. And it all clicked. That's really cool. 
Does he have the same name? Like, could you see his name badge? No, I don't think you can see. I haven't watched it close enough, but mm. I have got it on Blu-ray, so I might okay, have to pop it have on to look and, yeah. and just see if you can. If he's got a name badge, because I swear, if it says Pow, oh, I'm going blown. to lose my mind. Yeah, fair. I'm fair. just sort of reading here if there's any. Um, no, so originally, apparently, uh, I'm just trying to read some of this in this pop-ups. I hate internet with pop-ups. He was originally up for the role of Winston in this movie. Ah. Uh, but he lost out to Ernie Hudson, so the director gave him the guard role as a gift for just the hassle of the casting process for going oh, through casting. That's really nice because it is only that short, short It's only that kind of literally thing. like three seconds of screen time, but I went, hang on a second. We know you in that yeah. three seconds. So, yeah, that was my little – that's something I took that's away. That's a pretty cool takeaway. Something I took away from watching this for the three billionth time yeah. that I've never noticed before. But it's only because you would have recently watched Die Hard that you would have remembered. But I watched both these movies at least two or three times a year. Okay, then there's no excuse for this. Exactly. Like, no excuse that I've never noticed it before. No. Nah. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. So, a scene that really, really annoyed me. Oh, okay. Here we go. Really annoyed me. Yeah. So, the whole apocalypse thing was starting. Yep. They rock up in their car and they do this, like, fan walk. Like, they're like, oh, hey, guys, the Ghostbusters, we're here. They're wasting all of this time when they could have gotten the bloody building. <laughs> well, I think that was one. No excuses. Because they'd just been arrested and they were like, hey, we actually are important. We're here. We're here to save the day. Yeah, well, hurry the heck along. Two, so they were trying to film that, like, film the movie and I think a lot of that crowd that was there was actually – they weren't paid oh, extras or anything. They were just random fans. I reckon they were just random people, and that's a uh, bit of – So, that's why they were doing that. it. Yeah. So Okay, that, that makes yeah. a bit more sense, but it really annoyed me because I'm like, hurry up, just get, get in, in there the and building, save the day. save the world. And then I laughed when they, like, fell into the hole because I'm like, that serves you right for taking so long. <laughs> yeah, I'm a terrible person. Look, a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, it really annoyed me. I was like, what – what are you doing with your fan, like fanboying? They're just showboating a bit. Good on them. No. They were just arrested for, for being Ghostbusters. Now they've been asked to save the day. That's fair enough that they can show off a little bit. Save the goddamn day first. It would have been really embarrassing if you okay. strutted your stuff and then friggin' all hell went loose. Fair enough. That's, yeah. And then we talk about Marshmallow Man. So I Here finally, finally figured out what Marshmallow Man is yeah, because you see him everywhere. He's man. like this icon. Finally watched the movie. He's a little bit funny. <laughs> He's a little bit cute. <laughs> so there was filming this. Mm. That was done obviously with a man in a suit. There was three suits. Yeah. They each cost $20,000. Wow. And all three were destroyed while they were filming this movie. Oh. Oh. So they couldn't even take it as a souvenir. No. Wow. Which, when I say I want to buy a thirty uh, a thirty foot tall inflatable marshmallow man for our backyard for Halloween, yes, it only costs like two thousand dollars. Puts it into perspective, doesn't it? It does. Does make it better. I've also let you purchase a dinosaur for a ridiculous amount of money. But stay puff marshmallow man. Look, if there was like one with the little DJ, like the little DJ, like we used to have in the shop, and he'd had his little DJ, and he goes. Wukka, 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 wukka. <laughs> That is Ghostbusters Afterlife as well, which is one of the sequels that we're going to touch on shortly. Uh, yeah. And my favourite part of Marshmallow Man – okay, not my favourite part because he was dying, but when he was melting on the environmental guy because that guy was a douche. Yeah, where you see that big yes. splatter of uh, – yeah. Yep. Yep. Didn't want him to die, but just screw Covered in marshmallow is just – yeah, just fitting. Yeah. Very fitting. Yeah, I thought so. That's all my notes. That's all your notes. Yeah, that's it. 
So, so it was more of like a. I was going to say uh, this is a hard takeaway because yeah, there's nothing really negative in your notes. No, just a lot of notes, which generally means you weren't sucked super into the movie. Because when you get sucked into a movie, you stop taking notes. notes. You don't yeah. have notes because you stop taking them. Yes. So that's right. I'm I'm trying to read where you're going here because could go either way at this point. It's a bit either way. Is this a bad time for me to tell you? I actually haven't written down a score, so I'm still trying to think of it. Oh. And I'm stuck between a couple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A couple of little facts. Talking about the Marshmallow Man. Yes. That was really shaving cream when it was raining down on everybody. That was big lots of shaving cream. That makes sense. Because obviously getting that much marshmallow to um, drop. Question. Yes. With shaving cream, once you use the shaving cream, does it come off really easy with water? Yeah. Huh. Okay, so at least it was an easy clean-up process. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't. Um, so, William Atherton, who played... <gasps> oh, my God. Can so you please talk about your thoughts? William Atherton... Yes. ...played the EPA guy. Yep. Walter Peck. William Atherton is also the news journalist in Die Hard. <gasps> We're making more connections. What? After he loses his job at the EPA, he changes his name... Moves to Los Angeles and becomes a TV reporter. It's all a shared universe. We've just figured it out. We We have figured out the world. Figured it out. The movie almost actually had to change its name. Oh. Uh, So in the 70s, there was a live action TV series called The Ghostbusters. Oh. And their lawyers threatened legal action if the movie wasn't changed with the title. Yep. Uh, They'd already shot footage of the leads referring to themselves as the Ghostbusters. There was a separate name, and I know it, but I'm just going completely blank now. Yeah. But they filmed two lots of this. They basically filmed this movie twice because they filmed it with the word Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And they filmed it with this other title. Yeah. But there was a scene where, like we're talking about, where the crowd's at the front. And they're all all chanting, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the director picked up the phone to the studio, rang them, and said, I know you want us to change the name, but listen to this. Yeah. Held it up and went, we're not, we can't film this again. We're not changing the name. Yeah. So, they fought for it. And uh, Frank Price, who was the head of Columbia Pictures and the man who originally greenlit the movie, moved to Universal Studios, who owned the rights to the 1970s The Ghostbusters. Oh, power play. And switched it all around. So, That's they were awesome. able to use the name. Yeah. Which is, yeah, very, very lucky. Because can you imagine... The theme song, if it wasn't Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Speaking of the theme song, and I know we touched on this a little bit earlier. Yes. That was written in like two days. Really? Yes. That's kind of impressive. According to an interview that he did, Ray Parker Jr. said he tried to create a song for the movie for two days. Yep. At 4.30 a.m. one morning, he saw a commercial for a drain company that reminded him of a scene from the film. And that commercial helped him coin the popular line, who are you going to call? There's a great documentary on this movie on Netflix. Yep. Called a show called The Movies That Made Us. And it oh, goes yeah, into I the makings. I've that. been watching a lot of these and it goes back and Ghostbusters is an episode and they talk about the song and everything. If you've got a spare half an hour, jump on Netflix and watch that because the, the making of this movie is absolutely incredible. The stuff they went through, it was a really low budget film. Yeah. Uh, it cost $30 million to make. Yep. Which, considering the budget, I think we spoke about Liar Liar last week was like $70 million. Like, and that had... No special Nothing. effects yeah. compared to the special effects in this movie. And this movie was obviously 1984, so predates things like Jurassic Park, all those you know, Fifth Element. Or, not cinemas. <laughs> we're, not get, we're not discussing that. If you, you're hearing that and you're wondering what we're laughing about, go and listen to last week's episode. Go and listen to the episode of Liar Liar because, oh, my God. I'm hilarious. I wouldn't say that. Uh, it actually made on $30 million, $295 million at the box office okay, in 1984. So, yeah, so that's pretty good. big money. Yeah. Big massive. money. 1984, other movies that came out that year that you 
absolutely have not seen. <laughs> the Terminator, the first one. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Footloose. Yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah, no. Purple Rain, which is the Prince movie that is on our list. That's coming up in, in a little while's time. The NeverEnding Story. Do you want to hear a funny story about The NeverEnding Story? Okay. Never seen the movie, but we were singing the song, The NeverEnding Story, at school. I was in school choir. We were, you know, singing in choir up the front of the entire school. Here I am singing away and then everything goes black and I wake up on the floor the choir have all sat back down. The principal's looking at me and he's like, she's awake. So I fainted singing the never ending story in front of the entire school. Oh. Never did choir again. Terrified to think what's going to happen when we watch the movie. Yeah. It's just that song. That's yeah. a little bit Embarrassing concerning. story. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Let's get into what we always do. What would you rate this movie out of five, Geordie? So I'm going to push the rules again. I think I've done this before. <laughs> Okay. don't think it's quite worth 3.5. Like, I think it's worth a bit more than that, but it's not quite a four. I want to give it a 3.75. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow, allow it. I'll allow it. Now, would you watch a sequel yes, to Ghostbusters? Yes, I actually would. Good, because there are a couple of sequels. Great. You, you just said you would watch a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I bet they're all different and weird, like every sequel. No, so sequel. Ghostbusters 2 sort of... Remarkably panned as not as good as the first one, obviously. My sequels they never aren't. Are. Yeah. I actually really enjoy the sequel. Okay. So, was it the same cast? Same cast. Yeah. But different story, obviously. Okay. And it's yeah. it's on par for me with the first one. Mm, I like cool. them both Big very cool. equally. Yeah. Then you've got the 2016 movie. Is that the female cast? That was the female cast. And obviously, yes. that caused a lot of division when it was released. Yeah. I don't hate that movie. I actually thought it stood on its own merits pretty well. Okay. But because it didn't tie, it tried to just reinvent the wheel that they uh, were the first Ghostbusters. Yeah, yep. it was almost like a reboot rather than a continuation. But the uh, original cast all cameoed in it as different people, and weird. It was just a really weird decision to go with. Yeah, when it could yeah. have been a sequel. Yeah, and could have. Just and kept I think going originally it. it was planned that way, and then it sort of shifted and morphed and changed. Changed around. as you go. And then we got Ghostbusters Afterlife, which came out in twenty twenty one. And that's the kids. That's the kids. So that's Egon's granddaughter. I'm actually really keen to see that one. I think I've seen a couple of trailers. You've and seen maybe, bits and pieces. I've watched yeah, it a couple of times. Yeah, and that one looks pretty good. It's really good. The last 15 minutes of that, yep. I cried like a baby. Oh. Like, yep. like a baby. It was very emotional. Oh. Um, but I feel like in that one too, you see a lot more of them using the car. Whereas in the first one, they don't use the car, like they use the car to kind of get there. But I feel like there was like a scene where they were, you know, the door was open. There's a really good good chase sequence in Afterlife. Which is really cool. But it it actually goes right back and ties back into the first one with Shandor that built the apartment building in this first movie. It goes back to that and ties uh, so into all of that. So it links everything. It, it's a full, it goes full circle and links everything. Yeah. So we might have to sit down and watch that one as well. Yeah, but that'd I'm, be a good one. I'm glad you kind of enjoyed this. Hey, it got over a 3.5. That's pretty good for that me. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm impressed. All right, well, we might leave it there. That is it for this week. I know it was that was a little bit anticlimactic for me. I thought you were either going to really love Ghostbusters or really hate it. Really? Yeah. You don't like that I was in the, like... No. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. not bad. It's all right. I'd watch it again. Well, it just It's not my favourite movie, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, well, I guess it's better than nothing. We will be back next week. Make sure you subscribe. Chuck us a review or two up on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Share this on your Facebook feeds and your Instagrams and your 
Twitter, Twitters and your TikToks and all your social medias. And we will talk to you again next week for another episode of It's About Time You'll Watch This. 